0: Good morning, great day, great week to everybody. Hope you're having a phenomenal day. Hope you had a, guys had a great weekend and prepared for a great week ahead. Coach Mike Husson. And um, I sent out my email this morning and uh, was thinking about, you know, we've got this end of month happening and just want to get into some different uh, concepts this week. And I'm going to be uh, focusing a lot on this week about asking questions and part of the presentation, but really, what is it that you can do to, uh, to really take advantage? You know, at the end of a month, as we know, at the beginning of a month, there are very typically in most markets anyway, um, this might be rare in some markets, but there's a lot of expired listings that come up around, and, uh, and it's really a great time to take advantage. So, um, I want to focus some of my attention this, next few calls on how to really uh, communicate with expired listings, and this will obviously work around every other type of lead that you're looking to generate, but specifically we're going to talk a lot about um, what it is that we can do to break through to get to these folks that uh, that somebody had in their hands and they dropped the ball, really in its essence, and um, I really believe that if anybody uh, has a listing that expires, it's... Sometimes not your fault, uh, a lot of times it is our fault, but uh, again, like I said, sometimes it's not, but I think if any time that one gets ex- one listing gets expired and they don't relist with the agent that they had before, or they don't continue to keep it on the market, it's more likely uh, a challenge for the agent, so somebody dropped the ball and more likely it was the agent who did, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, some of those points, we're not, not specifically today, but It's important to keep this in mind as we go through it, but today I want to talk something that's really, really important. I've touched on this in many different facets uh, when we talked about personality styles and how to really get to understand people, and today I want to go a lot deeper on the process of power-based questioning and question-based selling as it relates to what we do in our business. So what I want to make sure that we do today is help you gain some new insights into uh... into understanding power questions and give you some tips on how to really improve your skills and habits when it comes to asking great questions of people so one of the things and i hope you're taking some notes and if not you're listening to this recording later on sitting down and writing down some thoughts because um, these are this is really an important area of our business that's uh... it's taught but it's not really you know you don't get too deep on it so uh, I can't obviously go too far today inside of all of this because of time, but let's make sure that we get enough as we can covered. And if I miss anything today, because there's a lot of stuff here, I'm going to certainly make it up uh, in the next couple of calls. But first of all, let's ask and, and take a look at why asking great, que- asking great questions is so critical in our business. First of all, as I said before, it helps us to identify a customer's true needs their fears, their desires, and helps us address any objections that might come up. It keeps the people engaged in our conversations. I'm sure you've noticed that sometimes when you lose people, they might be nodding and smiling uh, with you, and, but they're not really agreeing or they're not fully engaged with you. It's very typically because we're doing a lot more talking than we are asking a lot of questions. Um, The next point I want you to keep in mind is if you ask proper questions, it actually leads them, the client, the prospect, to self-discovery much of what you are working on to communicate. In other words, this eliminates, uh, this will stimulate uh, you having to say a lot and stimulate their thinking around what you're trying to accomplish with them. Uh, The next point, it helps you to build a deeper rapport with people. You know, building rapport, as we've talked about, is a very, very important element in gaining trust and building credibility with people. It also helps you to be a better listener, and it gives you control of your presentations whenever you're making them, whether it's a buyer or it's a seller, or you're negotiating a transaction. And I want to make a point here, guys. This is not just uh, only limited to uh, to de- dealing with prospects or clients. This also works across the board with other areas of your business, whether you're a team leader, you're a broker, uh, you're trying to negotiate a deal with another agent. All of this is very important to getting your point across while at the same time getting your people, the, the person that you're dealing with on the other side, engaged in the conversation. So if you're, if you're like most people, you're probably not in, in the full habit of asking a lot of questions and you should be. and this takes some work to think about because very much we have a tendency to do a lot more monologuing than we do dialoguing. So here's some simple points that I want to share with you as I take a sip of water there. And I want you to, to, to make sure that uh, you're asking more question questions and have more of an interaction with your customers. So here's some thoughts that you can write down. Before any, uh, any meeting that you might be having, a presentation or, as I said a second ago, a negotiation that you're having with somebody else, take out a three-by-five card or a piece of paper or notepad and write down three to five questions that you want to get answered that you could ask a customer or the other party that's engaged with you. And it's perfectly fine to actually have those questions with you and carry it into the meeting and you could refer to them during your meeting or conversation and it frankly shows the other individuals especially if you're face-to-face that you really care enough to prepare for the meeting by writing down some great questions it's also likely that you may not ask all the questions that you wrote down Or you may not even uh, speak uh, ask them the way you actually wrote them, because how your dialogue will go and your communication with the client might be a little bit different. But the point is here is to make sure that you have some questions written down. That way, you can have more of a dialogue with the people. So just the fact that you took time to prepare is very, very helpful in this whole process. So let's ask ourselves some questions. As you're asking, uh, as you're asking your customers questions, think ahead about what you're looking to accomplish. What is the outcome that you want, and where are your questions going to end up taking them? Ask yourself the following as you prepare, so you can be ready for your questions. Number one is, what am I looking to accomplish with this particular question? When is the right time in the presentation to ask it? What is likely to be their response? What follow-up questions will I need to be asking? And I want to spend a quick second on point number four here, which is what follow-up questions will I need to ask? A lot of times, and I hear this very often, I hear people asking, asking me and they say, Mike, you know, I'm asking questions, but sometimes I get stuck and I don't know which way to go and what to ask next. So this is a very important area to really master, so that way you don't get stuck and you don't stop and you hang up the phone or you stop your presentation because you're not sure what steps to take next. So I want to spend a quick minute on this, just for the sake of this discussion. So if you find, uh, I find that when people ask questions, they may tend to go uh, only. Um, on one area of depth. In other words, they hang in one particular area, and they really jump to respond very quickly, assuming that people are going to know what they're going to say or what they're thinking. So, here's what I want to encourage you to do: is go deeper as you need to. Go deeper as you need to. A lot of times, when we're asking people, as an example, when you sell, where you're planning on moving to next. A lot of times we get caught up in hearing just one answer and then we immediately go, how soon did you want to be there? Oftentimes, it's important for us to stay in that question just for a minute. In other words, it gives us the opportunity to listen carefully about what they want why it's important to them, and how we can actually help them solve the problem. So I encourage you to go deeper, again, as I said, when you need to. You may not often need to do it, but when it, when it comes up and you're not sure about what you're hearing, in other words, it's a very vague answer, go a little bit deeper. Where are you moving to? Well, I'm moving to Palm Beach. Terrific. What takes you there is a great follow-up question to ask there. So this type, this type of situ, uh, question is what we call a clarifying question, and it gives you the opportunity to get more response from them, allowing you to learn more about their particular situation. So I'm going to give you uh, another point here as it relates to clarifying questions. I'll give you a quick example. Um, you might be talking to somebody, and they say, and I hear this very often, well, I've never heard of you. And the salesperson, and you respond with, do you mean you've never heard of my company, the product, or, my, or me personally? And the customer says, well, I've never heard of you. Well, I'm surprised. Have, have, I've been working in this area a long time. Tell me, what would you like to know about me? So asking more questions around what their question is helps you to get a better, uh, build a better bond with them and build a better relationship. So they might continue and say, well, I want to know about your track record, and you could say, well, no problem, I'd be happy to review that with you, but before I do, may I ask you, is my track record the most important factor in your making a decision here? And they might say, well, yes, I need to know that you have some experience. Well, absolutely. Let me show you my sales record or our company sale record, sales record, and I'm confident that you'll be uh, you'll be exactly what you're looking for, and you want to hire me as your agent. Again, guys, this gets deeper inside of the communication with the people, and really furthers the dialogue a little bit deeper than you would normally have by just saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, you don't know me," and then you try to solve the solve and answer that question by skipping over it. Sometimes you have to do that. I'm not going to get into that today, but sometimes you have to divert the questions in order to get it moved on. So really, if you're like most salespeople, as you begin to analyze your presentations and conversations, you're going to be shocked that you'll find that you ask very few questions. So I want to make sure that you focus on that. So I want to move to another quick point here, and then we'll wrap up on this, and we'll continue this dialogue tomorrow. So, uh, while I'm a big fan, obviously, of, of having powerful scripts and, and having great presentations, make sure that your presentation doesn't turn into a pitch. In other words, it should be, question based, it should be a question-based presentation. And really, it should be about a good 70-80% of your presentation should be wrapped around pre, uh, questions more than anything. And you want to get the people engaged and you don't want to just limit it to a bunch of questions and never have them respond, but you do want to have a good portion of your presentation wrapped around a lot of questions. So if you can actually record your presentations, you're going to find that you can go back and count the number of statements that you've made compared to the number of questions that you've asked. So what I want to encourage you to do, over the next several days, and continue to do this process, is obviously record what you're doing. Listen very carefully to yourself. Are you making more statements than asking questions? Put yourself in the shoes of your prospects, or think about this for yourself. Would you rather be talked to, or would you rather have an engaging conversation? Whenever you feel a matter of uh, of, of feeling outside of a conversation is probably because the individual that you're speaking with is not asking you a lot of questions. And put yourself in the opposite side. If you're not getting the engagement from your client, the good chance that you're not probably asking a lot of questions. And I remember a long time ago when I was reading uh, from the National Association of Realtors, this, this, one of the biggest complaints, there's actually two big complaints that Customers really have from people. The number one one of the complaints, and these are probably head to head on this, but one of the complaints is that the agents never communicate with their clients. But what's interesting was another one of the very, very big complaints is that we don't listen to our clients. And that's because we're too busy talking about how great we are and, and we're trying to come up with excuses for clients as to why things aren't working out or we're trying to get our point across rather than asking some questions. So when it comes to dialoguing, communicating with customers, make sure that you ask a lot of great questions and that as again as i said before make sure that you listen very very carefully and then the last couple of points here that we'll wrap this up today and we'll continue this dialogue because there's a, a couple of more points that i want to make sure that i share with you over the next couple of days is if you mirror and match the rate of speech and and the body language of your clients if you focus 100% on your prospects their needs if you ask great questions if you really listen to their answers And if you give verbal and physical approval, nodding your head, they're going to really, really love you and respect you. And they will open up and tell you more than you ever have had from them in the past. Guys, it's truly, truly magical. Remember, we're not interrogating people by asking a lot of questions. And a lot of people fear asking questions because they feel like they're getting too personal. Or they feel that the client will feel that they're interrogating them when in reality that's not the point. The point is we're trying to learn about them so we can respond to them and then make our recommendations accordingly. So make sure that you're asking a lot of great questions. We will continue this tomorrow We're going to talk about using why questions carefully and how to use more so what the what questions are so that way you can really get engaged with people. Because a lot of times, why questions are more confrontational versus the what questions are more communicative and they're creating more of a dialogue for you and your prospects, clients, or you're in a negotiation with another agent trying to get deals closed so that being said think about today as you're communicating with people are you making more statements and asking or asking more questions write down the questions that you have anytime that you feel that you're making statements stop after you've done that or sit down and take those statements that you felt that you made and just simply make them into a question and you're gonna find amazing results you're gonna build better trust better better credibility with people and build great relationships that helps you take your business to the next level so guys thank you very much make sure that you have a strong week this week again we got the end of the month get out there look for some expired listings we're going to talk about that i'm not skipping on that piece this week at all but this will set the foundation for that as we begin to talk to these folks whether they're expired or any type of leads with some great questions Appreciate your time. Go out and make it a great day, and we'll talk to you soon.